Act four of Trinumus, the Three Pieces of Money, by Titus Maxius Plotus, translated by Henry Thomas Riley, eighteen sixteen, eighteen seventy eight. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act the Fourth, Scene One. Enter Carmides. To Neptune, potent o'er the deep and most powerful, the brother of ethereal Jove, joyously and sincerely do I proffer praise and return my grateful thanks. To the salt waves, too, for whom lay supreme power over myself, one, too, that existed over my property and my life, inasmuch as from their realms they have returned me safe and sound even to my own native city. And Neptune, before the other deities, do I both give and return to you extreme thanks. For all people talk of you as being cruel and severe, of voracious habits, filthy, unsightly, unendurable, and outrageous. On the other hand, I have experienced your kindly aid. For, in good sooth, I have found you mild and merciful upon the deep, even to that degree that I wished. This commendation, too, I had already heard with these ears before of you among men, that you were accustomed to spare the poor and to depress and overawe the rich. Adieu, I commend you. You know how to treat men properly, according as is just. This is worthy of the gods. They should ever prove indignant to the needy, to men of high station quite otherwise. Trusty have you proved, though they are in the habit of saying that you cannot be trusted. For without you it would have happened, I am very sure, that on the deep your attendance would have shockingly torn in pieces and rent asunder wretched me, and together with me my property as well, in every direction throughout the azure surface of ocean. But just now, like raging dogs, and no otherwise, did the winds and hurricane beset the ship. Storms and waves and raging squalls were about to roar, to break the mast, to bear down the yards, to split the sails, had not your favoring kindness been nigh at hand. Have done with me, if you please. Henceforth have I now determined to give myself up to ease. Enough have I got. With what pains have I struggled while I was acquiring riches for my son? But who is this that is coming up the street, with his new-fangled garb and appearance? In faith, though I wish to be at home, I'll wait a while. At the same time, I will give my attention to see what business this fellow is about. He retires aside. Scene 2. Enter the Sharper. To this day I'll give the name the Festival of the Three Pieces, Trinumus. For on this day I have let out my services in a cheating scheme for three pieces of money. I am just arrived from Seleucia, Macedonia, 
asia and arabia places which i never visited either with my eye or with my foot see now what business poverty brings upon the man that is wretchedly destitute inasmuch as i am now obliged for the sake of three pieces of money to say that i received these letters from a certain person about whom i don't know nor have i ever known who the man is nor do i know this for certain whether he was ever born or not carmides behind faith this fellow surely of the mushroom genus he covers himself entirely with his top the countenance of the fellow appears to be aurelian he comes too in that garb he who hired me when he had hired me took me to his house he told me what he wanted to be done he taught me and showed me beforehand how i was to do everything if then i should add anything more my employer will on that account the better forward his plans through me as he dressed me out so i am now equipped his money did that he himself borrowed my costume at his own risk from the theatrical wardrobe if i shall be able now to impose on this man through my garb i will give him occasion clearly to find that i am a very trickster carmides behind the more i look at him the less does the appearance of the fellow please me tis a wonder if that fellow there is not either a night robber or a cut-purse he is viewing the locality he is looking around him and surveying the houses troth i think he is reconnoitring the spot for him to come and rob by and by i have a still greater desire to watch what he is about i'll give attention to this matter this employer of mine pointed out these localities to me at this house are my devices to be put in practice i'll knock on the door carmides behind surely this fellow is making in a straight line from my house in faith i think i shall have to keep watch this night of my arrival sharper knocks at the door of the house of carmides open this door open it hello there who now has the care of this door carmides coming up to him young man what do you want what is it you wish why are you knocking at this door eh old gentleman i am inquiring here for a young man named lesbonicus where in this quarter he lives and likewise for another person with such white hairs on his head as yours he that gave me these letters said his name was callicles carmides aside in fact this fellow is looking for my own son lesbonicus and my friend callicles to whom i entrusted both my children and my property let me know respected sir if you are acquainted with it where these persons live why are you inquiring for them or who are you or whence are you or whence do you come i gave the return correctly to the censor when i was questioned by him 
you ask a number of things in the same breath i know not which in especial to inform you upon if you will ask each thing singly and in a quiet manner i'll both let you know my name and my business and my travels i'll do as you desire come then in the first place tell me your name you begin by demanding an arduous task how so because respected sir if you were to begin before daylight ye faith to commence at the first part of my name twould be the dead of night before you could get to the end of it according to your story a person should have a long journey's provision crammed tightly in for your name i have another name somewhat less about the size of a wine-cask what is this name of yours young man hush that's my name that's my everyday one in faith tis a scampish name just as though you were to say hush if i were confiding anything to you and then it is at an end forthwith aside this fellow is evidently a sharper what say you young man what is it now speak out what do these persons owe you whom you are seeking the father of this young man lesbonicus delivered to me these two letters he is a friend of mine carmides aside i have now caught him in the fact he says that i gave him the letters i will have some fine sport with the fellow as i have begun if you will give attention i will say on i'll give you my attention he bade me give this letter to his son lesbonicus and this other one as well he bade me give to his friend callicles carmides aside troth but since he is acting the impostor i on the other hand have an inclination to act the cheat as well where was he himself he was carrying on his business prosperously but where at seleucia and did you receive these from himself with his own hands he himself delivered them into my hands of what appearance is this person he is a person somewhat about a foot taller than you carmides aside this is an odd matter if in fact i am taller when absent than when present do you know this person you are asking me a ridiculous question together with him i was in the habit of taking my meals what is his name one e faith that belongs to an honourable man i would like to hear it troth his name his his aside woe to unfortunate me what's the matter unguardedly i this moment swallowed the name i like not the man that has his friend shut up within his teeth and yet this moment was dwelling on the very edge of my lips carmides aside i've come to-day in good time before this fellow sharper aside 
to my sorrow i'm caught in the fact have you now recollected the name for gods and men e faith i'm ashamed of myself see now how well you know this man as well as my own self this is in the habit of happening the thing you are holding in your hand and seeing with your eyes that same you are looking for as lost i'll recollect it letter by letter c is the beginning of the name is it callias no it isn't that callipus it isn't that calidemides it isn't that callinicus no it isn't that or is it callimachus tis in vain you suggest andy faith i really don't care one philip about it since i recollect enough myself for my own purpose but there are many people here of the name of labonicus unless you tell me the name of his father i cannot show you these persons whom you are looking for what is it like perhaps we can find it out by guessing it's something like that char chares or charicles or is it charmides ah that's he may the deities confound him i have said to you once before already that it is proper for you rather to speak well of a man that is your friend than to curse him isn't it the fact that this most worthless fellow has lain perdu between my lips and my teeth don't you be cursing an absent friend why then did this most rascally fellow hide himself away from me if you had only called him he would have answered to his name but where is he himself now troth i left him at radama in the isle of apeland carmides aside what person is there a greater simpleton than i who myself am making inquiries where i am but it is by no means unimportant to this present purpose what do you say as what now i ask you this what places have you visited places exceedingly wonderful in astonishing ways i should like to hear about them unless it is inconvenient really i quite long to tell you first of all we were conveyed to pontus in the land of arabia how now is arabia then in pontus he is not that arabia where frankincense is produced but where the wormwood grows and the wild marjoram which the poultry love carmides aside an extremely ingenious knave this but the greater simpleton i to be asking of this fellow from what place i have come back a thing which i know and he does not know except that i have a mind to try how he will get out of it at last but what say you further whither did you go next from thence if you give me your attention i will tell you 
to the source of the river which arises out of the heavens from beneath the throne of jupiter beneath the throne of jupiter yes i say so out of the heavens ay out of the very middle how now and did you ascend even to the heavens yes we were carried in a little skiff right on up the river against the tide and did you see jupiter as well the other god said that he had gone to his country house to dole out the victuals for his slaves then after that then after that i don't want you to relate anything more troth i'm silent if it's troublesome why no decent person ought to tell it who has gone from the earth to heaven i'll leave you as i see you wish it but point me out these persons whom i'm looking for and to whom i must deliver these letters what say you if now perchance you were to see charmides himself him i mean who you say gave you these letters would you know the man by my truth now you do take me to be a brute beast who really am not able to recognize the person with whom i have been spending my life and would he have been such a fool as to entrust to me a thousand philippian pieces which gold he bade me carry to his son and to his friend callicles to whom he said that he had entrusted his affairs would he have entrusted them to me if he had not known me and i him very intimately carmides aside i really have a longing now to swindle this swindler if i can cousin him out of these thousand philippian pieces which he has said that i have given to him a person that i know not who he is and have never beheld him with my eyes before this day should i be entrusting gold to him a man to whom if his life were at stake i would not entrust a dump of lead this fellow must be adroitly dealt with by me hello uh, mr hush i want three words with you even three hundred if you like have you that gold which you received from charmides yes and philippians too counted out on the table with his own hand a thousand pieces you received it you mean from charmides himself twere a wonder if i had received it of his father or of his grandfather who are dead then young man hand me over this gold sharper staring at him what gold am i to give you that which you have owned you received from me received from you yes i say so who are you i am charmides who gave you the thousand pieces of money e faith you are not he and this day you never shall be he for this gold at any rate away with you if you please you impostor aside you are trying to cheat the cheater i am charmides e faith you are so to no purpose for i carry no gold 
right cleverly were you down upon me at the very nick of time after i had said that i was bringing the gold that instant you became charmides before i made mention of the gold you were not he it won't do just therefore in such a manner as you charmidized yourself do you again uncharmidize yourself who am i then if in fact i am not he whom i really am what matters that to me so long as you are not he whom i do not choose you to be you may be who you like for all i care just now you were not he who you were now you are become he who then you were not come dispatch if you are going to do it what am i to do give me back the gold you are dreaming old gentleman do you own that charmides delivered the gold to you yes in writing are you making haste or not you night robber to be off with all speed this very instant from this neighbourhood before i order you to be soundly cudgelled on the spot for what reason because i am that self-same charmides about whom you have been thus lying and who you said gave the letters to you how now prithee are you really he i really am he say you so pray are you really he himself i do say so are you his own self his own self i say i am charmides and are you then his own self his own very self be gone hence out of my sight since you really have made your appearance here thus late you shall be beaten both at my own award and that of the new aedile and you are abusing me as well yes seeing that you have arrived in safety may the gods confound me if i care a straw for you had you perished first i have received the money for this job you i devote to bad luck but who you are or who you are not i care not one jot i'll go and carry word to him who gave me the three pieces that he may know that he has thrown them away i'm off live with a curse and fare you ill may all the gods confound you charmides for coming from abroad exit scene three charmides since this fellow has gone at least a time and opportunity seem to have arrived for speaking out without restraint already does this sting pierce my breast what business could he have before my house for these letters summon apprehensions into my heart these thousand pieces too what purpose they were to serve in faith a bell is never rung for no purpose unless someone handles it or moves it tis mute tis dumb but who is this that is beginning to run this way along the street i should like to observe what he is about i'll step aside this way he retires aside scene four enter stesimus to himself stasimus 
make you haste with all speed away with you to your master's house lest on a sudden through your folly fears should arise for your shoulder-blades quicken your pace make haste tis now a long while since you left the house if you shall be absent when inquired after by your master take you care please that the smacks of the bull's hide don't clatter thick upon you don't you cease running see now stasimus what a worthless fellow you are and isn't it the fact that you have forgotten your ring at the liquor shop after you have been washing your throat with warm drink turn about and run back now to seek it while the thing has but just happened carmides behind whoever he is his throat is his taskmaster that teaches this fellow the art of running what good-for-nothing fellow are you not ashamed of yourself having lost your memory after only three cups and really because you were there drinking together with such honest fellows who could keep their hands off the property of another without difficulty is it among such men that you expect you may recover your ring Kyricus was there sasonicus crimnus chrysolabus colalabus whipped necks whipped legs iron rubbers whipped knaves by my faith any one of these could steal the sole of his shoe from a running footman carmides behind so may the gods love me a finnish thief why should i go seek what is gone for ever unless i would bestow my pains too by way of addition over and above to my loss why then don't you consider that what is gone is gone tack about then betake yourself back to your master carmides behind this fellow is no runaway he remembers his home i wish that the old-fashioned ways of old-fashioned days and the old-fashioned thriftiness were in greater esteem here rather than these bad ways carmides behind immortal gods this man really is beginning to talk of noble things he longs for the old-fashioned ways know that he loves the old-fashioned ways after the fashion of our forefathers for nowadays men's manners reckon of no value what is proper except what is agreeable ambition now is sanctioned by usage and is free from the laws by usage people have the license to throw away their shields and to run away from the enemy to seek honour thereby in place of disgrace is the usage carmides behind a shameless usage nowadays tis the usage to neglect the brave carmides behind ah tis really shocking the public manners have now got the laws in their power 
To them they are more submissive than our parents to their children. In their misery, these laws are even hung up against the wall with iron nails, where it has been much more becoming for bad ways to be fixed up. Carmides behind. I'd like to go up and accost this person, but I listen to him with much pleasure, and I'm afraid, if I address him, that he may begin to talk on some other subject. And for these ways, there is nothing rendered sacred by the law. The laws are subservient to usage, but these habits are hastening to sweep away both what is sacred and what is public property. Carmides behind. By my troth, twere right for some great calamity to befall these bad customs. Ought not this state of things to be publicly censured? For this kind of men are the enemies of all persons, and do an injury to the entire people. By a non-observance of their own honour, they likewise destroy all trust, even in those who merit it not. Inasmuch as people form an estimate of the disposition of these from the disposition of those fellows, if you lend a person any money, it becomes lost for any purpose as one's own. When you ask for it back again, you may find a friend made an enemy by your kindness. If you begin to press still further, the option of two things ensues. Either you must part with that which you have entrusted, or else you must lose that friend. As to how this suggests itself to me, I have by actual experience been lately put in mind of it. Carmides behind. Surely this is my servant's Decimus. For as to him to whom I lent the talent, I bought myself an enemy with my talent, and sold my friend, but I am too great a simpleton to be attending to public matters rather than, what's my immediate interest, obtain safety for my back. I'll go home. Moves as if going. Hello, you! Stop this instant! Aki, hello, you! I'll not stop. I want you. What if I myself don't want you to want me? Why, Stasimus, you are behaving very rudely. Twere better for you to buy someone to give your commands to. In faith, I have bought one and paid the money, too. But if he is not obedient to my orders, what am I to do? Give him a severe punishment. You give good advice. I am resolved to do so. Unless, indeed, you are under obligations to him. If he is a deserving person, I am under obligations to him. But if he is otherwise, I'll do as you advise me. What matters it to me whether you have good or bad slaves? Because you have a share in this matter, both of the good and of the bad. The one share I leave to yourself the other share that is in the good do you set down to my account. If you shall prove deserving, it shall be so. Look back at me. 
I am Charmides. Ha! What person is it that has made mention of that most worthy man? Tis that most worthy man himself. O oh, seas, earth, heavens, by my trust in you, do I see quite clearly with my eyes? Is this he, or is it not? Tis he, tis certainly he, tis he beyond a doubt. O oh, my most earnestly wished-for master, health to you. Health to you too, Stesimus. That you are safe and sound, I— I know it, and I believe you. But waive the rest. Answer me this. How are my children, my son and daughter, whom I left here? They are alive and well. Both of them, say you? Both of them. The gods willed me to be safe and preserved from dangers. The rest that I want to know I will inquire about indoors at my leisure. Let us go indoors. Follow me. Where are you going now? Where else but to my house? Do you suppose that we are living here? Why, where else should I suppose? Now? What about now? This house is not our own. What is it I hear from you? Your son has sold this house. I'm ruined? For silver minai, ready money counted out. How many? Forty. I'm undone. Who has purchased it? Callicles, to whom you entrusted your affairs. He has removed here to live, and has turned us out of doors. Where is my son now living? Here, in these back buildings. Points to the side of the house. I'm utterly undone. I thought that this would be distressing to you when you heard of it. To my sorrow, amid extreme dangers I have been borne over vast oceans. With the peril of my life I have preserved myself among robbers full many in number, and I have returned safe. Now, to my misery, I am here undone, by reason of those same persons for whose sake I have been struggling at this time of life. Grief is depriving me of my senses. Support me, Stesimus. Do you wish me to fetch you some water? When my fortunes were in their mortal struggle, then it was befitting that water should be sprinkled upon them. Scene 5. Enter Callicles. What noise is this that I hear before my house? Oh, Callicles! Oh, Callicles! Oh, Callicles! To what sort of person have I entrusted my property? To one good and faithful and trusty, and of strict integrity. Health to you, and I rejoice that you have arrived safe and sound. How health to me? Troth, I have no patience for such health. This I wish to know. How have you kept your trust, who, without my knowledge, have utterly destroyed my property and my children that I entrusted to you, and committed to your charge when going hence abroad? I don't think that is fair, when you don't understand the matter, to censure your old friend with harsh words. For you are both mistaken, and you are doing me a great injustice. Have you not bought this house which you came out of just now, and driven thence my son Lesbonicus? Is this so as I say, or is it not? Answer me. 
I myself did buy the house. I bought it that I might keep it for you. And without that, it would have happened that your son would have sold it to another person, and then you would have lost both it and that treasure together, which concealed there you had entrusted to my charge. See, I restore it safe to you. For you did I buy it, not for myself. Prithee, what do you say? By my trust in gods and men, you make me suddenly to be quite ashamed of my error in speaking unkindly to my friend in return for his services. How then? Do you now think that I am trusty and faithful? I do think so, if all these matters are so as you relate them. But what means this garb of yours? I'll tell you. I was digging up the treasure indoors as a marriage portion to be given to your daughter. But I will relate to you both this and the rest in the house. Follow me. Stasimus? Well? Run with all haste to the Pyrrhus, and make but one run of it. There you will at once see the ship, on board of which I was carried hither. Bid Sigario take care that the things are brought which I enjoined him, and do you go together with them. The duty has already been paid to the customs house officer. I make no delay. Get you gone with all speed, and be back directly. I am both there and here in an instant. Calicles to Carmides. Do you follow me this way indoors? I follow. Exit Calicles and Carmides into the house. This man alone has remained a firm friend to my master, nor has he allowed his mind to swerve from unshaken fidelity, although I believe that he has undergone many troubles by reason of the property and the children of my master. Still, this person, as I suspect, alone has maintained his fidelity. Exit. End of Act 4